second Timothy chapter 1 verse 8 it says be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our lord nor of him his prisoner but be thou a partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of god according you partake the afflictions of the gospel according to the power that's important according to the power of god whatever comes your way you partake according to the power of god praise the lord who has saved us somebody say who has saved us who has saved me who has saved me and called me with unholy calling not according to my works but according to his own purpose and grace which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began praise the lord next verse but is now made for narrow but is now made manifest by the appearing of our savior jesus christ who has abolished death and brought the way and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel that's how we read the word you read it as yours some people read a book me i read my word when i miss because i am the word of god so i'm reading myself How do you read yourself? Praise God. There's a way you should read. I get it me. Because that's how men will read you. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. When I look at the word of God, I behold my very self. That's why the scriptures are clear concerning the word of God. The Bible says as we behold as in a mirror the glory of God. When you're in the word, you're beholding the glory of God. The Bible says you are changed into what you're seeing. You are changed into that very glory from glory to glory praise the lord as by the spirit of god praise the lord jesus christ but today i want to start and focus there and it's going to be the main focus of today's message and sermon praise the lord the bible says who has saved us i thank god so much for this understanding early on in my salvation for me salvation was not a simple altar call where the gospel of Jesus Christ was preached and I received Jesus Christ for me it was an encounter I had a series God pursued me me I was not this kind of guy who religiously could know I could see God's pursuit and hand upon my life for me the encounter was at salvation I was earlier saying my father apostle grace like we all know for him at 8 years old he was playing soccer God appeared He says who has saved us and called us with unholy calling not according to our works salvation is god's pursuit for us god's eye upon us a man was at a football pitch at the age of 8 and apostle emma's father is preaching and he's playing soccer he was not at a mountain he was not at a prayer mountain He was playing soccer as a child innocently and Jesus appeared unto him for me and you praise God so that you would have an imprint of the very Christ at the age of 8 so that when he's preaching the gospel to you in 20 22 you see Jesus hey you see what he saw praise God sometimes for me when i think about it, it's like even me i was at the football pitch at 8 because that was the work of the holy spirit and i have the spirit of god in me that means i can hey listen our testimonies are not for us they are for the body of christ 
That's why what God is doing concerning your life is not for you. Some of you think your story is limited to you. Ah, your story is for the world. Everyone, there's people I look at here and I just see stories. I see a setup. I look at some people here, I see setups. I see stories. Hey, I see genealogy. You look at everyone's life and in their own way, they're special and they have a story for the world. If I start mine, it's for the world. You start yours, it's for the world. But what's important is that Jesus says in the scripture, he says through Paul that he saved us and called us with a holy calling. That means he didn't call you out of your village. Uh Uh-uh. He called you with a consecrated. He said, this was his prevenient mind and knowledge of you. In Jeremiah, he says, I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. I sanctified you before you came out of that womb. I set you apart. Now, if he knew you before you were born in your mother's womb, where were you? You were spirits. It's like he's saying too much. Listen, you were a spirit being. If God knew you before you came into this world, you're not ordinary. Can you imagine being a spirit and being stuck? Yet God knew you before you came into this world and you can be stuck. Hey, you're a spirit. You have an ability to walk through walls. Are you getting me? And you're stuck. You can freeze spaces. You have a thing in you that can walk out of prison and men don't see. Can you imagine something in you and men are guarding your gates, eh? but you're not there. He said, who saved us? Amplified says he delivered us and saved us. He delivered us and saved us and called us. He says he called us with a calling in itself holy. The calling in itself is holy. Hey, the calling in itself is holy. When he said Joshua, the calling in itself is holy. That's why when it comes to your name, sometimes, like the man of God says, we seek God concerning the name because there's a name he called you before you were formed in your mother's womb. Praise the Lord. That's why when it comes, like the man of God already says, when it comes to our children, seek God concerning. Because if you're not led, you can give him another name. Some of you, listen, now you have the wrong name. Praise God. But he says, who called us with a holy calling in itself holy and leading to holiness, to a life of consecration, a vocation of holiness. He did it not because of anything, of merit that we have done. That means you did nothing for this calling. That's powerful to seize in your spirit. It's important for you to get it, that there's nothing you could do for the call of God upon your life. He didn't do it according to our merit or according to our works, but according to his grace. But because of and to father his own purpose and grace, unmerited favor, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began, eternal ages ago. Praise the Lord. I like what the message version says. It says, so don't be embarrassed to speak up for our master or for me. His prisoner taking your share of suffering for the message along with the rest of us. We can only keep on going. After all, by the power of God. After all, by the power of God. We can only keep on going. After all, by the power of God. You can only keep going after all by the power of God. Next line. He says, who first saved us and then called us to his holy work? He called us to this holy work. He saved us and then called us to this holy work. We had nothing to do with it. Somebody say, I had nothing to do with it. It was all his idea. 
The anointing upon your life was all his idea. The grace upon your life was all his idea. The purpose of God upon your life was all his idea. The Bible says a gift prepared for us in Jesus long before we knew anything. Listen, the power and the revelation behind the ministry that we are under for Nero is we have believed God concerning the invisible things that actually already exist. What people are seeing today is what was believed on, okay? What really existed, but many hadn't seen it. That's why when it comes to the manifestation, the Bible says we speak as we ought to manifest. That means we are speaking forth that which is already routing us. Paul said, I will not speak or do anything. That which is not wrought fast in me. Okay? To make the Gentiles obedient by word of it. That means when something is routing you, listen, men will come to obedience. Why certain spaces don't agree with you is that many of these things you have not taken the time that they take a form in you. That's why it's important when you're under this ministry to take time and sit under the word of God. Not just sit, but meditate, ponder, ponder, ponder. Listen, that's the secret. Ponder. If you know the way of our man of God, he's a continuous meditator of the word. He's continuously. There's a place, listen, i rather that you think of the word of God more than anything. Some people actually meditate, but the problem is that they meditate too much on their present circumstances. That's worry. Some people, the problem why your life is like that. Now, let me give you a thing. The problem why many of us are in certain circumstances, largely, is because we have meditated. As a man thinks, so is he. Not will become, so is he. I love the way it sounds in Luganda. I just love it. You are what you think. As a man thinks, so is he. That's a very powerful and you know, sobering statement. Very sobering. You start learning to align your mind. You start learning to align your thoughts. That's why Paul was very deliberate. He said, do not conform. Don't conform. Don't take on the thoughts, the level of this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove, I love that, that you may, that means by a man aligning his mindset to the word of God, he starts proving the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God just by allowing himself to align himself to the word of God. That's why when you understand that principle, you learn to serve God with the law of your mind. Because the laws of the spirit are very clear concerning the new creature. They are so clear. They are so clear. Because by the laws of the Spirit, God is for you. He cannot be against you. Hey, His word is for you. It cannot be against you. You carry the very nature and image of the word of God. It works for you. That means when a man understands that principle, actually his labors are in agreeing with God. So that's why many of you, as you started coming to this ministry, as you started aligning your thought process to what God was revealing off his altar, some things started going. Before you know it, you're not stressed. Before you know it, you don't fear. Before you know it, you're calm. Before you know it, you feel more beautiful. I can see some. <laughs> there are some who came like this, but now there's a way they walk, you can tell. Something is working, praise God. Before you know it, you're smiling. There are some guys, they're hard. They're like, what are these guys going to tell us? 
If you're a pastor and you're up, you can see a guy, you're leading program, but he has come. But as time goes, you know, you see them relaxing in the word. The word softens their hearts. Are you getting me? Things start working. Are you getting me? You start seeing a sudden glow. That's the word. That's the word of God concerning your life. That's the word. Hey, please, honor the word. You see, in this ministry, we are men of the word. And I love God for the man of God he has given us. Let me be honest with you. Before I met Apostle Grace, I kind of had sensed the call of God upon my life on the direction. And I'm a lover of the word. And when I met him, I, I met a mad lover. Are you getting me? Like, I saw something. I said, this man. I thought I was crazy, but this guy is crazy. I remember one time, and you know him, he's so tune. He's in tune. Like, Apostle, you don't have to explain too much. You say, uh, Sebald loves you. No, it's a, as in he can tell. So we have tea somewhere on Bombo Road. Talk, talk. I tell him my story. He tells me, you know, we are connecting. Word, I could see a man of the spirit, a man of the word. I remember we finished, we had tea, we walked. When I went back here, he used to work at KCB Bank. And we are talking deeply. I can never forget he's telling me certain dimensions of the spirit. And after that, he says, these are things I want to teach men of God. Now, I wish you saw him those days. We're outside KCB Bank. BP 8 p.m. Eh, Kaza, eh? Like we're in a pulpit or something. He was going to close the bank. He would go and make sure lights are off, something like that. Faithful steward. He was making sure that everything is as we... So he used to live in Muyenga. I used to live in Muyenga too. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what God was saying, but those are his secrets. Anyways, so... Of course, going home, we're going in the same direction. Now, at that time, I don't know where the cars were. I'm not sure. But we began, like, walking, talking. <laughs> I remember we climbed up near our toto. We start, now we are Muyenga people. We start walking. We think we're either going to get a special, a border, it was late. But we are talking. We are talking. Before I know it, Kampala Road, Jinja Road. You know, we are not stopping. There is money everything. There's nothing but the fellowship. Man, it was coming to midnight, but it was like day, you know. Before I know it, we're on Ginger Road traffic lights. Why aren't you getting, no, we are walking. We get into Mukwano. Can you mind that talking? Crazy, you know. I don't know how we are crossing the road. We are talking. In fact, we had reached past Mukwano. Then he realized I'm a married man. It's like the pastor's like, jump on a border, go home, as he like it. But what really got me, he was a man of the word. You could talk. For me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Me, when you're a man of the word, you have me. If you want to have Pastor Zach, don't come to me with problems. Because we have too much for problems. Are you getting me? First talk to the ushers, read some someone's, then come. Because we're a ministry of the word. So for me, Apostle Grace is a demonstration of a man who is fully sworn to the word of God. He leaves it, he breathes the word, he, he's easy to follow, he's, he leaves the word. We can't have a certain conversation. But you see, that's what happens when you learn to build fellowship around the word. Even your people, the people that you attract and everything. Sometimes your friendships, that's where the problem is sometimes. When you don't know how to bridge. Me, my relationships are founded on the word of God. That's easy. You can't trick. Listen, the moment you learn to build your life around the world, your schedules around, there's a way God starts arranging your life. So anyways, 
when you look at the vision of what God has placed upon our lives, what God has given us in this ministry, when you look at the man of God, when you understand actually the vision is that we are a dynamic, life-transforming, dynamic, because the Spirit of God is dynamic. That's why Fanero can't be stuck. We are shifty. If you leave his ministry for even six months, you find that things are different. We are too shifty. Because the Spirit of God has a mandate to achieve the mind of God and mandate of God for our generation, our time. So physically, things can't stick. You know, when things are static in your life, just know your tradition. There's a lot of tradition in your life. Because the Spirit of God is very dynamic. That's the vision of the ministry. We are increasing, multiplying everything. Manifests are growing, what, all over the world, TV stations. You guys are increasing. If I began asking, we don't ask testimony. They are too much. They are a must. Yet I was thinking about certain people in this ministry. You can see they have grown. You can literally say this one was here, they are here. Because, listen, the Spirit of God is dynamic. The Word of God is not static. So we are dynamic, life-transforming. You cannot come here and be under this grace and your life is not transformed. It's absolute. There has to be a problem. You cannot. I can bet my life on that. You cannot. Because we have seen it. Life transforming. Generational. You can see the generation. You see, every word in the vision, you see it. It's not faith. Eh, eh? You know, it's a beauty to be in a ministry and you see. When you talk of multitudes, you see. When you talk of wealth, you see. When you talk of power, you see. That's what Fenera is about. Life-transforming, generational-impacting ministry with a very clear mandate and vision is to transform entire nations with the Word of God. That means you have to be a man of the Word. The license here is the Word. The Word. The Word. There should be ammunition in your spirit that anything, something comes out of you. Something. A person talks to you for a minute, something, a word comes out. Something. You have to take a hold of the word of God. But firstly, when God does is to do that, he sends you a man for his purpose. Ella, we thank God so much for our father, apostle, grace, Nevada. Because God firstly has to ensure that what he desires for a nation is routing a man. Can you mind? That's why the Bible says, the least among you shall raise a thousand. Eh, eh? That means when you're so weak, you can raise a thousand people. But we are not weak. There's no weak man here. Praise God. Listen, when you're falling, a thousand. Some of you don't know that there are multiplications. There are people who see you and just change. Some of you don't have to get up. There are people who see you, they look at your way of life and change. And some of you are saying, see it in your family. Some they say, but now you're different. These things you say. These things. This, this. There's a guy recently who came to me. Papa, I need to talk to you. I said, what's the issue? Man, I have this challenge. My family starts looking at me weird. I said, high five. As in, that's our portion. You are different. You're peculiar. You're peculiar. You are anointed. What did you think? Why do you think guys at work look at you? Ha, hey, also ha, also ha. Why? There's something. There's something. The Bible says the word entered Jacob and lit Israel. Eh, eh? The word in you lights Israel. You are the Israel of God. You are leads. You see, why I'm saying these things is that you understand the bigger purpose of God. Because he said, he called you not according to your works, but according to his purpose and grace. Listen, 
purpose and grace. Purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus. That's why some of you can't fail. Because purpose already consumed you. Purpose. It consumed you. Praise God. Consumed you. You see, in Romans 9, 11, I love what Paul said here. He said, for the children being not yet born, neither having done any good or evil, but the purpose of God according to the election might stand. Hey, that the purpose of God according to the election might stand, not of works, but of him that calleth. Next line. It was said unto her, the elder shall serve the younger. The elder shall serve the younger. What's God's purpose? That means there are things that had to work in the house of Isaac. When it was time to bless Esau, Rebecca was somewhere hearing. I don't know how she got there. That the purpose of God made stand. There's a synchronicity that drew her to hear. What have you said? You're going to bless Esau. Okay. She was there. That's why, let me tell you, when you understand the purpose of God, there are things that can't miss. You'll be in the right place at the right time. You'll hear the right word. God will position you. You see, one of the things about purpose is, you see, with purpose, you're positioned. And position is everything. Positioning is everything. Do you know that your birth in Christ, the new creature, is positioning? Because there are certain laws that work for you. You are no longer... Carry the fallen image. You don't carry the Adamic. You carry the image. Hey! The Bible says, whom he did know, for I know, that he might predestinate. You see? The knowledge of you is the reason why there's predestination. God's knowledge of you is why he had to prepare you. He says that you may be conformed, that you might carry the same image as his son. Hey! That means you are a... When you enter Fanero, you're a son. When you're going to work, you carry the image of the son. The Bible says that he might be a firstborn among many brethren. This is the family. There are some revelations that before I sleep, those are the ones that are seated. I sleep knowing that I carry the form. Then I enter bed. Eh? Let me tell you. That's why for me, there are some dreams I can't have. You know, I've tried to have some of these stupid dreams. They have failed. Like, some guy tells you a dream, and you're like, but how does the devil even tempt you to that level? Even the dream. There are things, me, there are things I can't dream. Because the devil is not foolish to that level. Because once, listen, let me tell you something. There are things that are not called for a child of God. There are things, even the devil knows it. That's why, let me tell you, there are some issues and circumstances of his life, they are far from you in Jesus' mighty name. They are far. They are far from you. Now listen. That wisdom and unction and power of God to cause everything to work together for good because the elder has to serve the younger. I love it. Rebecca has to be positioned to hear. There's a way that day she has to have that venison. Some people don't think deeply. Why does she have that venison in her kitchen? She could have had portion beans. Uh-uh. But there's a way she had the thing ready. What a hard worker needs to go to bushes to look for. It's in your kitchen. Hey! I understand my life. Boy, I work. I prayed. Hey! There are things people are praying for. They are inside me. 
Then she even has the wisdom. Now she's like, my son, let's do this. Because you have a smooth skin, let me get hair for you. That is like a sow. Then he does this. The trickster just does his mommy do. That's puttings. Some things vanage. He didn't look for hair. Oh, I don't know. Where did they get the hair of Esau? This woman, that means she was ready by grace. When that word entered, there was a way she was prepared. Hey! To manifest that moment. Today, some of you are going to become a bit mad. You know, I's... there's a way when the boy goes for blessing to the father Isaac, even when the father is saying, the body, the hair, is like Esau. That means he carries the form of Esau. <laughs> but the voice is for Jacob. So he's still thinking. I can imagine him trying to think. But should I? Now, you think stupidly that what if Esau appears? No. God can't allow. Hey! Esau has to work hard as he's looking for venison. Some people have to work hard. As God is rapatepate, suma, limon de costebo, hey, zolibalebo. You are there. The landlord is getting angry. He's like, I'm going. Listen, I'm fetching this boy. I need my rent. But as you're there, God gives you money to buy the house. You know, that's how I see. Era, some of you, let me warn you, some of you are going to buy your landlord's houses. You buy it. Then when you get a tenant, you allow him six months free. Just like you have to, you give him six months free so that he feels the glory and the grace of God. Okay, some people have to testify under your arm. Listen, your hand has to feed many. Allow. I said, I'm not called to feed my, I'm called to feed me. This hand should feed. This mouth should feed nations. Hey! So, <laughs> the man is releasing the anointing. By the way, something is happening to your life right now. Some of you... And Isaac blesses Jacob. But in his head, he's blessing Esau. Because he's touching the body. Kabata Costa Party. Limando Costa Bade. And in that moment, there is no level of power, no demon can bring Esau into that room. Because there's an experience. Hey! Hey! And after it's done, everything, the man carries the blessing of the fathers. He goes, I can see him eating pork, then he goes away. Then Esau comes. <laughs> Be it done unto you, praise God. But you see, all that is that the election and the purpose of God might stand. The elder was called to serve the younger. That's why you're after the last and second Adam. Something has to work for you. Something. Like when I look at some of you, listen, it has to work. The moment you're under this kind of glory and ministry, there are things that, they are not prayers. I'm sorry to use that word. They are inheritance. 
That's why by now I commend you to the word of God and to the, listen, the word of God. The word of grace, of his grace. That one is able to build you in this understanding. That word of God has power. It has authority to build you in what I'm saying. That's why Paul now commended men to the word of his grace, which is able to give them an inheritance among them that are sanctified. That's how you're called. That's why, let me tell you something. Do you realize that your faith has to work? You see, some people start from the low end of faith. Kapate, uh-uh. Faith comes. Hey! It comes. It comes by hearing and hearing by the word. It looks for a body and enters. It comes. By hearing. The faith of being a billionaire, it comes. The faith of shaking a nation comes. The faith of having a godly marriage comes. Kabadakosa. It comes. It's a follower. That's why when the Bible talks about faith, Jesus said, You have omitted the weightier matters of the law. You have omitted them. You have omitted the weightier. He says, Warn to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye have omitted the weightier matters of the law. Now, what are the weightier matters of the law? Of judgment, God's judgment towards you, His mercy, praise God, and faith. You see, faith comes last. You have omitted what's weighty God's judgment concerning your life, God's mercy concerning your life, and faith. When a man understands, The law of judgment, how God judges the believer, the righteous. The Bible says by his throne, he judges us by righteousness and judgment. That means mercy precedes truth. That means when the word of God comes to you, it comes in a merciful manner. You don't have to work, you have to receive it. The word of God is for receiving. That's why we are very aggressive here with receiving. Take time and conceive that thing. You businesswoman, conceive business. You preacher, conceive the word of God. You husband, conceive your place. Hey, you president, conceive your authority in Christ Jesus. You see, so you want to be what is not yet formed. Conceive it. That's why I urge you to understand God's purpose and mandate on your life early. Some things have to follow. How can you be ordained to be the next president of this country and you're worried? Conceive. Do you know that men of this world know that wisdom? I was watching a documentary of Idi Amin. He said at the age of eight, he knew that he would be army commander of Uganda. A young Kakwa boy, uneducated, felt it. At that age, he carried glimpses of being a president. Now, it didn't matter his education. It didn't matter. Everything began working. Before you know it, a certain president decides to go for another meeting. Another one takes over. You try it. Before you know. He was pregnant. Men of this world can. How about a child of Manta Patikada, Zubahaya, Zeleman Tokadi? Hey, one was called, not according to works but according to God's purpose and grace, which was given. That means when you have Christ in you, you carry his purpose and grace. Let me tell you, that's why I speak right now. 
that all of you, that you shall walk in the places God has called you to walk. That you shall not leave. Listen, you cannot. Listen, you will finish well. Hey, you will finish the script. There are actors who die before time. You will never. Hey, you will finish the movie. La la ba. Hey, hey. This generation is for men who finish. I know how I'm going to finish. I know it. I know it. We are finishers. Oh, we finish. Because we didn't start it. We didn't start it. Because as we look unto Jesus, the author, hey, he began the faith. He began the movie. He began the story. You know, sometimes these are things that always take time. Can you imagine? A man is about to be born into this world. And God whispers to the parents, call him Apostle Grace. For me, I had more. I think he told them, call him Apostle Grace. God is up to something. I don't know what the mom was, or the parents were. I think they were there. Because God was up to something. Not for himself alone, but for our generation. If some of you can embrace God's mandate, God's purpose, there are certain things you're going to stop praying about. God, give me a husband. Give me a... No, 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 no. <laughs> Let me explain to you something. There's a level a believer gets in God and the anointing. Are you getting me? The fatness of the anointing. If something was stopping you from getting married, the fatness, kabadai! It says, the yoke shall be destroyed because of the fatness, yeah, which prevents it from going. That means, if a certain yoke of not being married was in your story or movie, whatever, there's a sudden anointing that it can't take a hold. It just gets go, pa. And a man finds you. Let me tell you, there's a level you get into God and there are certain things that were holding you back that can't. Some of you can attest there are things in your life that seem to be a journey. You know, it's like, it's your normal way of life. Did you realize that speaking in tongues in the early 20th century was difficult? Even here in the early 80s, to find a man that can speak in tongues was depth. Yet it's the language of the believers. It's your normal way of talking. It's your language with him. There are things in your life when a man understands the bigger purpose and picture of God. Because listen, when it comes to faith, it comes, like I said, the scriptures are clear. Amplified actually says he gives the inspiration of faith. The ability to believe starts by him and is finished by him. There are people you see and they're in places I don't think they even prayed for. But as they were by God, something dropped and the destinies of their lives changed. He says, who is the leader and the source of our faith, giving the first incentive of our belief? And is also its finisher, bringing it to maturity and perfection. He, for the joy of obtaining the prize that was set before him, endured the cross, despising and ignoring the shame, and is now seated. Now, is now seated 
at the right hand of the throne of God. That's God's story. It has to be yours. You are seated. Give me a message. Keep your eyes on Jesus, who both began and finished the race where we are in. Study how he did it, because he never lost sight of where he was headed. Just keep seeing that vision of God upon your life. That exhilarating finish, in and with God, he could put up with anything along the way. Anything along the way. Cross, shame, whatever. And now he's there, in the place of honor, right alongside God. That's your story. Bring it on. Sometimes you have to be so crazy. Some people don't understand why we are begotten of the incorruptible word which lives and abides forever. What proves that it's incorruptible? It's tested. Never fear. You see, some people say, God, keep away. Me, I reach some levels where I let it come. Hey, bring it on. At your level, you should look the devil in the eye and tell him, you are playing. I told you many years ago, and I was long, long time. These are things that used to happen when we were still young. I was walking in Muyenga up the hill, and a funny Buddha Buddha guy at seven. I used to have a knife on those days when I was young. <laughs> My wife remembers this story. I came back, I gave her the story. She looked at me like, you know, there are things that should happen in your life. You give someone a story, and they're like, are you okay? Then you know that. There are things you can say about your life and it takes. So I remember I'm moving up and I was listening to my earphones and listening to some worship as I'm walking, about seven, eight. A guy in a border came on my side. You know, some people are like this because, you know, for me that day I was a bit free. So my hand was on the side of the road. You know, sometimes God can test you also. So a guy with a border came and picked up this thing. I first, you know, my first reaction, I didn't plan it. I was a bit shocked. I'm like, where does this guy get the audacity? Now the guy is going. Now the thing is disappearing. Whee! Then I looked at the devil. I said, I passed this level long time ago. And behold, I had that phone in like 15 minutes. It was back to me. They brought it to me. 15. Let me tell you. And sometimes God is just trying to show. Now they don't pray about that. It's just there. He started. Some of you get in situations and you'll be shocked at how you respond. Because God began a faith in you. Are you getting me? Let me tell you, there are things, sometimes, listen, when certain things seem to be like, don't fear. God, there's something. This is a movie. Yay! Even make some fun there. When you're alone, this is a movie. What are you doing next? It's something you're about to do right now. Because this situation is not for men. Hey, there are situations a man can't go through. You have to have the Spirit of God. Let me tell you, when those things happen to a believer, no, it's time. There's something going to happen. Some people understand me, some don't. Because when those, some of those things happen, when you're worshipping, you understand worship. <laughs> some of you don't understand worship in spirit and truth. Sometimes when we see you coming in the tens of thousands, Sometimes we just start worshiping God because his word is faithful. In the latter days, men shall be hungry for the word. You actually see it in your time. So if God, you can do that, what are you trying to say about my personal life? What are you saying about my place today in this world? There are things that are so big that God is doing. That's why now I understand. And all things work together for good. 
to them that are called according to his purpose. That's why, listen, your life is a total sum of his working. That means God can work with anything concerning your life. When Paul got to that place, he realized, listen, he had labored more than all men. Yet, he was born out of time. That means he probably didn't have enough time. He was not there at the time to be with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in the flesh. That's why he says he was born out of time. That means he looks at it as a place of if he was there with him, probably he would have some advantage. But then he says, but wait a minute. I labored more than they all. I labored more than they all. I labored. That means a man can have less time and labor more. He said, by thy grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God. That means there is a place where God actually is the one that has believed in you. And that's the mystery of the new creature in Christ Jesus. That's why we pray with and by the Spirit of God. Actually, God is praying by His Spirit through you. We do by His Spirit. It's not by power, not by might, but by His Spirit. Listen, the mystery of the grace gospel is the death of the flesh and the renewed man in Christ Jesus. That means as this outward man perishes, praise the Lord, the inward man is renewed day by day. The more the outward man is perishing, the more the strength of the man that's why there are some of those things that can only happen under principles and patterns, like serving God. Some of you are serving God under, and you don't seem to be getting the bigger picture of what he's really up to, what he's doing actually. Every day by day, the outward man perishes, but there's something inside you increasing. The inward man is growing, is occupying. That's why, let me tell you, if you have been in this ministry, let me tell you, and you're an ardent follower, you have learned to take instruction. You're a follower. You'll notice that there are certain things that just start working. You don't know when you prayed. There's a way it connected. There's a way this business came. There's a way your husband aligned. There's a way the disobedient king became the craziest in the family. For God, there's a way. You're like, God, how are you doing this? Because, listen, as the outward man perishes, the inward man is renewed day by day. There is something as you're serving God. When Jesus said, that when you were still young, you went to places whither you did not want to go. That means you went anywhere when you were still a babe in Christ. But when you grew up, you gathered your hands. He gathered your hands. And you went to places whither you did not want to go. Meaning that your flesh never wanted to go certain places. But God's spirit starts dragging you by instruction. As you serve and take an order, you start doing things. Earlier, I was talking about a testimony of a young man I met in the course of the week. Crazy young man. And we were talking. He's like, Pastor Zach, I don't play with Fanero. Apostle Grace? No, 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 no. In fact, for him, it was like, I have not yet met Apostle Grace. Is this crazy? But because you're seated there on that chair, he's here. <laughs> I was like, this guy is crazy. He's here. He's here. The guy even began speaking in tongues. As in anything proximate. Hey! He's ready to receive. But he's like, Pastor Zach, during... Deep COVID, the first COVID, that one. I had Apostle Grace giving an instruction to someone carelessly. If you want to build, just lay a brick. I took it as mine. 
In COVID, when you couldn't move, probably if you wanted to move, you needed a chopper. Eh? You remember the first 2020? You had to have a chopper or some government thing or car or some, you know, something. He said, that's when I began building. I laid the first brick. If I showed you the money that was on my account, you can laugh. I think he had less than two million shillings. He says, Pastor Zach, but that instruction, I began building. I got engineers. I told them, go to the site. I told, you know, I bought bricks. I told them, I to, you know, I'm like, this guy, is he okay? You know, sometimes the guy is telling you, and you're like, is he okay? He says, Pastor Zach. But one thing, after that instruction, I go to the site. And God gives me another instruction from that instruction. He says, whenever you feel a bit stuck, money's, look up. So every time I would look up, when I'm almost out, God would give me an inspiration. I would get a call of money, something weird. He says, Pastor Zach, in the first COVID, in 13 months, I built a 280 million house. Fully everything. He told me, even the workers who were working on the site, I paid on time. Listen, I even used to put Fanera and they watch. Some got saved there. Some came as servants. Now they have big jobs. Hey, even other people's lives were changed as he was building a house. I said, God. When I listened to the young man, I said, where are we going? He said, Pastor Zach, it's those days he had no car. I used to get an Uber for my wife and kid. They were firstborn. We get sometimes to drain here. They are in that Uber umbrella. We are listening to the word. <laughs> the way the guy talks, you can think he's a billionaire. Are you getting me? And he is. But he said, I don't play. I don't play. I don't play. He told me actually another. He said, for me, I received an instruction. When money comes to my phone, I vow to God that in less than five minutes, I have to have sent my text. That's his instruction. It's not for you, but that's him. That means because the way God responds to me is a bit crazy. I have to be quick. Eh? I have to be quick. There's a guy there who thinks about doing something next year. You know those kind of guys? You're not quick to the word. Because the Bible says, take a hold of thy instruction. He says, do not let it go, for she is thy word. She is thy life. That means every instruction opens you to a new lease of life. Every instruction, every instruction, whether by God, whether by his spirit, whether through the word, whether through a man of God, is an instruction for life. I realized we are getting a crazy generation. Because it's as simple as take him at his word. Because many have been beguiled from the simplicity which is in Christ. There is a simplicity in him. He's not simple, like the man of God already says, but there is a simplicity that comes by being in Christ. You can think and things manifest. Do you believe it? What are you saying? You can think and someone. Those have happened to me. Listen, I can't count. You're thinking of an idea, a person, a situation, and it comes. That's your life. That's your story. People send us testimonies all the time. But when you look at the bigger picture, it's because of God's greater purpose. Because of God's greater purpose, there's a certain grace that has to. That's why, let me tell you, child of God, your faith has to work. It's got to work. In this ministry, things work. Because our vision is about manifestation. Of what already existed but was hidden from the eyes of men, that which we have believed. That's why Paul, in Romans 3, after understanding our ministry, he talks about the ministry of Moses, the ministry of the Lord, the ministry of condemnation. It had a glory, and Moses covered himself with a veil because the end of that glory was that it would diminish. 
And that glory in its own was glorious because men could not behold the face or the countenance of, of Moses. It was so bright. But he says, no, no, no. Our ministration exceedeth in glory. That means for us, there's a glory upon our lives that does not dim. Hey! The thing on your life does not dim. That's why he now says, now we speak with great plainness of speech. That's why I speak crazy words. Don't fear. Speak words that, listen, a man can hear and run away. Are you getting me? There are some words you should say and the guy runs away. If a man could carry revelations and visions that are not lawful for a man to utter, there are some that are crazy. Are you getting me? That if a man hears, you run away. That's why there are some demons that cannot stand certain words. Hey. There are certain spirits that can't stand. Let me tell you, you see, when you understand that principle, your confession, your actions are in sync. Are you getting me with what God has said? The rest is his because that faith is already in us. That faith is already in us. When God was about to leave in John 16, he had a lot to say to his disciples, but he realized they could not bear. That means God was not just interested in saying beautiful words to them. He wanted to say what they could take on, what they could carry. That means God wanted to speak words and things to his disciples and apostles that they could bear in their generation and time. But he said, how bait when he, the spirit of truth, is come. When he, the spirit, the Holy Spirit is come. The Bible says he shall guide you into all truths. He shall guide you into all way. You are guided into all truths by the Holy Spirit. For he shall not speak of himself. But whatsoever he shall hear, that he shall speak. Whatever he hears, that's why he speaks. And he shall show you things to come. Next line. He shall glorify me. For he will receive. Now listen to glorification. Because some people don't understand what it means to glorify the Father. The glorification of the Father, the glorification of the Son is that this. For he shall receive. The word is lambano. He shall take a hold. He shall possess what is mine, and he shall show it to you. That means he takes what is mine and shows it to you. Next line, 15. All things that the Father has are mine, therefore said I, that he shall take of mine, and he shall show it unto you. Give it me amplified version. Listen. It says, everything that the Father has is mine. Now, some people don't understand the power of meditation. Do you know what the Father has? You know, sometimes you pause a bit. You know, that's meditation. What is the Father's? Now, he has said, all things that the Father has, you see, are mine. Hey. Now, listen. That is what I meant when I said that the Spirit will take things that are mine. Now, you can take, I don't know how long, by the Spirit for God to show you what is His. That's meditation. You're meditating through the Word. Let me tell you, when a man learns to meditate, success is a must. Now, that is what I meant when I said that he, the Spirit, okay, he, the Spirit, will take the things that are mine and will reveal, disclose, the word reveal. Now, listen to what reveal. Reveal to show you. Listen to what he's really doing. The first thing is that he declares. He declares the word. The second thing is that he discloses. He unveils. That means the word is open and naked. You understand what the word of God is, really. It becomes yours by revelation. But lastly, he transmits what he reveals. Hey! That means all things that are the Father's are declared, they are disclosed, and they are transmitted. Just like through intercourse, a man can receive HIV virus, and they say because of that, so, hey! 
Listen, you can walk with what is the Lord's and it becomes yours. It's transmitted. That means everywhere you go, you walk with the fullness of God. That's why when you enter your business, it works. Let me tell you, some people think about too much English. Listen, just imagine God entering a business, even just to sit a bit. What can happen? Now, you become a carrier. You become a carrier. And some of you, that's why, as this glory starts, listen, rubbing off you, there's a way life starts responding. Some of you have started feeling it. There's a chief fame, you become famous, but you don't want to be famous. There's a way people are saying, but I think I know you. You know that thing? They are saying a lot. But there's a way there's something. No, no, you're carrying. Something has been transmitted. Something has been transmitted. There's a man of God. And he's like, Pastor Zach, forgive me. Sometimes after service, there's a way I want to run to my car. But sometimes he says, when apostle has spoken, there's a way I, for him, that's his faith. He's like, I don't want to chit-chat. I want to run. You know, he live, I've, I've also seen him. There's a way he lives like this. Now he's holding, he's trying to contain what God has said. I enter my car. The driver knows it. I don't want him to put on any music. I don't want him to talk to me. I want him to drive. Because there's something. I'm, no, because transmission has happened. Some of you, let me tell you. Some of you, let me tell you. Listen, do you know what it means to be pregnant with the word? Listen, do you know that a virgin gave birth by conceiving a spiritual word? And gave birth to a man that carried flesh. Wait, do we read these things in our Bible? Because she asked a very intelligent question. He says, how shall this be? He said, the power of the Holy Ghost shall overshadow thee. Hey! That means the Spirit of God can overshadow human activity. Hey, it can overshadow your weakness. It can overshadow your connections. It can overshadow any physical limitations. You don't need a connection. It can connect. Hey! And then the faithful maid says, be it done unto me. <laughs> ah, be it done. Mary, that was her business. She just received. There's nothing special. She just took God at his word. And later she's under the anointing. And she's saying, my soul magnifies the Lord. You see, when you have received the word, there's a way your soul starts magnifying God. Everywhere you go, you're pregnant. You know how pregnant women are. There's a way they get a certain confidence. I don't know where it comes from. Even the one who was shy looks at you like she didn't want to know. You know those ones? This is a boldness. I have something. I have seen pregnant women when they're ready. Even a shy one becomes confident because they have something. They don't act. They feel it. Just imagine you're pregnant with revelation. You're pregnant with today's message. You're pregnant with the biggest business idea. You're pregnant with a hey. Salima. Let me tell you, that's why I love being. You know, there are men, and the man of God says this a lot. I thank God for him. But I was in a certain place, and he said something, and it hit so hard. There are men who try to stretch themselves in the liberties. Because when it comes to the word, there are liberties that come by the word, and there are those that try and stretch themselves in what God has availed. Now, that in its own has a certain power because even men who are not born again could stretch themselves, could believe to a certain degree by their soul what God has said. But for us, we are not in that glory. Uh -uh, we are deeper. For us, we no longer live, but Christ lives now. 
That means there are men who have also learned. There are two men. There's this man who has learned to believe the vision of God for their lives. Believed God for what he's doing in their time. And they have yielded. That means because they are yielded, they start agreeing. You learn to agree with God. That's a place of death. That means it's no longer I, but God, what you desire, let it be done in this generation. That anointing, there's something I've learned over time. There's something about that because you look at a man and he's no longer the same. Because they just conceived a God idea. They conceived a God dream. They conceived something, are you getting me? For their generation, that's it. That's it. That's it. If you're able to see me go, hey, do you have the ability to see? When the man saw the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof, the Bible tells us the mantle of Elijah fell. And the Bible says he rent his garment and put on the anointing. That means he was no longer Elisha. That was the glory. Now he was walking as Elijah in his day. And the same guys, listen, who despised him, when they saw him, they say, ah, yeah, the spirit of Elijah. Listen, that is so true when you became born again. That means there's a glory on your life, listen, that destroys the human glory. There's a human glory and level. There's a world of men. There's a glory of men. But there's a place where the glory of a man falls off. I, I, and you partake, I get it, of the glory of God. When that thing settles, so does the scripture say, and the word was made flesh. That means in our day, God has given us that blessing to be the very word of God. That's why our responsibility now is to manifest. Hey, you can't hide this thing. You can't hide it. Hey, they will see you. Listen, in your world, that's why when you understand this, you can start framing your world in the bigger vision. You start receiving your part. I know my part. Do you know yours? You start receiving your part in the kingdom. You start framing your world. Praise the Lord. You start framing your world. Let me tell you, there are things God has placed above you. And by the conception of those things, there are some things that have to work. They have to. When it comes to the faith of a believer, it's no longer you but Christ. Can Christ fail? Let me tell you, that's why some of you, eh, from this day forth, there are certain things that are going to be so easy. They are so easy. As in, we now do the impossible. I was calling the team leader for welfare. I wanted to help Someone went to serve in welfare. I said, is there a place? Can this person come and serve in welfare? I said, that person said, but where? Anywhere. I said, anywhere where you feel free. Maybe the, even the washrooms, toilets, anything. The team needs to be happy. Papa, I'm sorry, but the line is long. Eh? The people want to serve in... That's when I realized Fanero people are mad. The line that wants to serve in toilets. We have a line of people we can't. They are applying. Because they have understood the bigger thing. What men despised, men see it as glory. When people get to that place of service, when people are crazy, you start knowing we're going to change the world. Listen, there's that thing, what men despised, we see God's glory. Because they have understood the bigger picture. They want to see how do I be a part of what God is really doing. That means in your generation, listen, how do I be a part? How do I partake? How do I receive what God is doing? How do I connect? I realize we are going far. When I see such things, when I see such things, I know. I know maybe in our time, maybe he may come. Because our generation is a bit crazy. Many of you can attest you're seeing what you've never seen. Can you imagine you're in a place, you see the Bible come alive. In the manifestation and very form. There's a Catholic man, gentleman, God bless his soul. 
He interviewed me last year concerning Fanero anniversary. I told him about Fanero. He said, but pastor, how do I receive Jesus Christ? He was interviewing. <laughs> interviewing New Vision. He got born again by interviewing. He had come for an interview to write a story in New Vision. When he heard what God is doing, he says, but have you people met the president? I think the president needs to hear. I was last laughing because the vision. Can you imagine a Catholic old man interviewing? He realized, no, this thing is too big. Now, listen, that's what God has placed. There are some of you, I pray God opens your eyes today. There are some prayers you're going to, I pray God opens your eyes. I pray God opens your eye and that grace is available by the power of his spirit, by the power of the word of God, by the wisdom of God. It's available right now. I pray that God opens your eyes, that you may see this thing. Some of you are in places, but you've not seen the bigger picture. I pray that God reveals it this day. Some of you, listen, you are serving you are serving in ministry, you are husbands, you are wives, you are children, but the picture and purpose and mandate of God upon your life is so big. It's so big. I pray that God opens your eyes. That's why certain things have to work. I see a distinction of God's voice, God's hand, the clarity of his hand, the clarity of his power, the wisdom, listen, that comes by the grace of God. There's a wisdom that sits on your life by the grace of God. Is upon your life right now. Somebody receive it right now. Is receive it right now. Receive it. Take it. Take it. There's a power. There's a power. Receive it right now. There's a power. Listen, just pray. 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 There's a power. Just look and conceive what God is doing. Listen, there's a mandate upon your life. There is a mandate upon our lives. There is a wisdom upon our lives. And that's God's mind. I pray that you may open your eyes. That's my prayer today. That the bigger picture may settle. That something may settle. Something may settle. There is a settling. God is settling some people today. There is a simplicity. It comes by there's a wisdom it comes by. There's a favor it comes by. Listen, God is up to something. Just receive it. Hey, thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. There are things that are letting go. Hey, there are things that are letting go. There's a glory upon your life that no man can stop. That no circumstance can stop. You have one it all Listen, God is lifting somebody in this place. God is lifting you up. God is changing something. 
God is imparting a certain vision, a certain mandate. You can't have certain visions and struggle with certain things. God is switching positions. God is aligning you to destiny. Power of the Holy Ghost. There's a certain power moving. You can't fail. Focus on God. Focus on your God. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Spirit of God. To some of you, nations are opening up. Business opportunities are opening up for this bigger purpose. To some of you, marriages are opening up for this greater purpose. To some of you, you're bearing children for a greater purpose. Hey! It's not what it is, but it's the magnitude it comes with. There is a power concerning God's mandate. All manner of disease is destroyed from its root in the mighty name of Jesus. All manner of struggle is disembarked, is disabled. I speak ease, I speak clarity, I speak strength, I speak favor, I speak wisdom. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 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 I don't know why I feel like there are some people here and there was a struggle. Listen, something, listen, struggle ends. When we received Jesus Christ, we were delivered from ourselves. You see, that's the power of the message. You are delivered from yourself. That God may work. Struggle ends in the mighty name of Jesus. Struggle. Your flesh gets out of the way. And let God's spirit move. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. There are people I feel, some of you, you're going to have a strength in the word. There's a strength. There's a strength. There's a strength that comes by the word. You take, that'll be to take a hold of the word. You know, the spirit of this world can cause men to be laxed in the word. I speak that strength that only comes by the word. That strength that is by his spirit. That strength that can partake, that can bear what he has to say. That strength that can receive. Hey! In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus. Somebody give the Lord a big hand clap of praise. Somebody give the Lord a big hand clap of praise. Somebody celebrate God. Hey! Listen, as we celebrate, I know there's some people here and you'd want to receive Jesus Christ. You want to experience what we feel. Jesus Christ.
Can you just lift up your hands and say these words after me? Say, Father, I thank you that you sent your own son, Jesus Christ, to die for my sin. And you raised him from the dead. From this day forward, I confess Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I am born again. I'm a child of God. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name.